Hello, welcome to Experience the World, the Eyes and Go travel podcast. I'm here with Eliza Wazalik. Yeah. Have I got it right? <laughs> you did, you Yay. did. <laughs> Fantastic. My name's uh, Gavin Darvell. I'm a content writer at Eyes and Go, and Ellie here is a contributor. She sends in lots of wonderful articles for the guidebook. Thank you. <laughs> um, so in today's episode, we are going to talk about solo female travelling. Yeah. Because you've done a fair bit of this. I, I have, yes. And I, I've done a lot of male solo travelling, but you're the female, so um, we're going to find out what it's like to do that, how you survive, I suppose, <laughs> and, and, and I suppose not to be afraid as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. To go ahead and do it. Definitely. Yeah. So then, tell us a bit about where you've travelled first um, on your solo travels. First was actually to Belgium in Brussels uh, and that was completely unplanned. Originally I was planning to travel with my friends uh, but that's actually the problem with many people that want to tra travel solo but are a little bit scared. I ended up pushing my friend into kind of joining me. Uh, because I wanted to go and deep down I knew I wanted to go by myself but I was just too scared and I ended up kind of convincing her but then in the end it didn't work out so I just thought to myself do you know what I'm just gonna go ahead and do it and yeah so I actually bought a, a coach ticket which was the cheapest ticket that I could find out of England basically and that was to Brussels in Belgium and that was my very first solo trip and then I kind of carried on to um, France, Italy and yeah, I just kind of travelled around there. How, how long was that? That was uh, just under two weeks. Okay. So that was just a very kind of short uh, but a good start, you know. Um, how did you feel when you first got on the bus or how did you get to Belgium? Was it train or...? It was a, bu a coach, coach. coach, yeah. So when you got on the coach, how did you feel? 
I think uh, I kind of was just a little bit overwhelmed. I wasn't really sure what's happening because it all happened so quickly. And I was just, I get car sick quite easily, so I was just concentrating on not being car sick. Okay. And next thing I knew, um, the coach arrived early, so I was meant to get to Belgium, I think at 7am, and I ended up getting there at like 4am. Uh, so I remember just getting off the coach and thinking to myself, what now, you know? Um, but I remember seeing this girl, she had a backpack, and it's kind of like a thing, you know, when you, especially when you start backpacking and you see someone else with a backpack and you're like, yes, you know, it's someone I can speak to. And so I just, that was like the very first time I just went up to someone and just started speaking to that person. And Were you quite a shy person I before that? I was, yeah, yeah. So that was really interesting because it, when you're by yourself, you just kind of have to. I mean, you don't have to, but if, if you want to, you know, then you kind of get out of your comfort zone and it feels much more comfortable than getting out of your comfort zone at home hmm. so that was my very first experience and then from there I just kind of carried on and traveled around Asia right yeah so you you, you built up the confidence came back home and then decided to go further afield yeah I just thought to myself do you know what being by yourself is just and I was at that point I was still scared to be by myself I never really gave myself time to be alone uh, I just wasn't used to it and that's the thing like when you, now I literally go out for food and I love going out for food by myself and it doesn't mean that I'm lonely it just means that you learn how to be with yourself and you learn how to appreciate that time that you have and it's just beautiful whereas before I, I didn't understand it and it was just this scare factor for me so yeah, once you kind of just start realizing, and it did take me a, a while to learn, um, but yeah, I did get more confident, and then I just thought to myself, do you know what? It's just so much better. You can do whatever you want to do, and there's, you don't have to wait for anybody. You don't have to not do certain things because another person doesn't want to, and it's just, yeah, you just find it much easier. Mm. Yeah. So, so where in Asia did you, why, why did you choose Asia? Um, and where did you go? Um, that's actually a funny story because <laughs> I originally was meant to go for about two months to Asia and I didn't really have a plan, I just knew I wanted to go to Bali and I just thought to myself I'll, I'll see what happens after that and I just ended up travelling around and that was and then living out in Asia as well for almost two years. So I kind of carried on from Bali. Do you want to know the places? <laughs> yeah, um, tell us. So Bali, Indonesia, and then um, I went to Thailand, then Malaysia, Myanmar. I went back to Thailand. I just absolutely love Thailand, um, which is not what I expected, actually. And then I went to Taiwan, Hong Kong, Philippines, um, South Korea. Um, yeah, I think. So you covered a, a fair chunk of the Asian countries. Then. Yeah, yeah. I surprisingly I didn't go to Vietnam yet, but I just I know I'm gonna go back there one day, and I want to go for a bit longer. Mm. And so I didn't want to just go there for a week, for example. So yeah, and I ended up living in Taiwan, which was just the most incredible experience. So you um, you were on your backpacking travel. Yeah. And you ended up deciding to stay in. Taiwan yeah when you were backpacking yeah so you ended up yeah <laughs> extending I did wow. So I cancelled I actually had three changes on my flight that I could make 
and I kept making the changes and then I got to the last one and I was like well I'll either go or I either cancel it and I cancelled it so at that point I didn't have a return ticket and I had to buy one if I wanted to go back um, but I knew I didn't want to go back um, I wasn't ready yet and for me it was just such a it wasn't just traveling it was literally as cheesy as it sounds it was discovering myself and learning who I was uh, I really struggled to do that back at home because I never gave myself time to even spend time alone like I said before so it was just this huge huge life journey for me and yeah and I decided I don't want to go back until I'll be ready and yeah two years almost wow almost. Yeah. yeah so so um, what, so you were travelling solo, did you kind of meet and kind of latch on to groups of people or did you try and just keep yourself to yourself but talk to other people when you want, felt like it? How, how did you kind of work your, when you were going around the different countries? So at the beginning, like I said, I was very scared of being alone, so I would literally, as scary as it was for me just to go up to a group of people and start talking to them, I would do that. And because it was scarier for me to be alone than to speak to someone that I don't know. But the great thing about traveling solo is you usually would stay in hostels and when you stay in hostels, you just end up talking to people and I would specifically book um, big dorm rooms where, like, where a lot of people sleep and that was like my comfort zone where I would just end up speaking to people because I mean you just end up speaking to people right it's just natural and yeah like we just it depends you know like sometimes I would just kind of uh, you just end up traveling with people in general like you like I always say to people you're never alone when you're traveling solo like sometimes I feel more lonely when I was traveling with a friend than when I was traveling solo like it's incredible and the best thing about it is that if you feel like you don't really feel like this is right or if you don't really want to stay with that person you can just move on and everybody will get that and everybody feels you know everybody's in the same position so they will understand and the biggest tip that I have I guess is to not feel like you have to carry on traveling with a certain person because at the end of the day it's your traveling experience and don't ever feel like you have to stay like uh, I ended up traveling with these two amazing girls uh, in Thailand and I was going for a very hard time and they were literally just with me and it was just so beautiful and I'm so grateful for that and we had the best time but after about I think almost a, a month we kind of just decided you know what like we're gonna go our separate ways now and not because we didn't like our company it's just you know at the end of the day it's your I went there to travel solo and you know you just kind of go your separate ways and then we went back together for a bit and it's just this beautiful journey that people just get it and mm. it's yeah <laughs> experience the world the Isango travel podcast do you think it's I mean how many how many years ago was this is this a few years ago now or um, the first time the, the time I went to Brussels that was uh, I guess six years ago okay. so what a long time because obviously social media has made communicating a lot easier yeah yeah so when when I used to go traveling we we had to use the phone yes. you know and put money yes. in and whatever so so being able to 
reconnect with these solo travellers? Is that a lot easier now, you think, with, with the fact that you can just Facebook someone or FaceTime someone or WhatsApp someone or, and be anywhere in the world? Yeah, I imagine so because, I mean, it, it depends how you look at it. I think now pe some people are a little bit more closed as well, like compared to, I guess, years ago, you know, like years ago, I can imagine people being much more open because they didn't have the phones and everything, whereas now it's almost this comfort zone, you know, you don't know what to do, you're by yourself, you just take your phone out. Um, so there's like you don't two feel sides. that far away from anyone Exactly. But also, it did make it much easier for me to meet certain people because um, there's, you can meet people through like Facebook groups. I, even when I was in Thailand, I used Tinder, like my friend showed me she she had all these friends there and well I, like when I met her you know she had all these like this massive group of friends and I was like how did you meet all these people to me it was still so new so like, tinder and I'm like what do you mean tinder isn't that just for dating so no like I don't use it for dating I just literally use it to meet people and yeah like and usually you can just kind of tell you know if someone's literally looking for friends and or like just for people to spend some time with and yeah like I ended up meeting so many people and I'm still friends with a lot of them and it's um, yeah that was actually a really good tip which was so unexpected and also Facebook groups there's a Facebook group called like girls love travel for example and or female solo travelers I think and you can literally just post on there like oh I'm in Bali is anybody here and you will just end up meeting people and but there are also different ways you know like when you're in hostels like I said before you're just gonna end up meeting people as well or you can do like a cooking class or a day trip as well and you just yeah like I said it's not hard at all to meet people when traveling as long as you kind of put your put yourself out there and, and go for it if there is a tour or a cooking class or whatever exactly and even if get you're, yourself involved and yeah even if you're sitting by yourself in a hostel usually people will come up to you and just start chatting to you unless you're like reading a book then usually people will you know respect it mm. but and it also depends where you are in the world like I found it much easier to connect with people in Asia than Europe for example Asia was just super easy uh, especially Southeast Asia like Thailand mainly you know there's so many solo travelers there and yeah yeah mm. so what what how did your family feel about you traveling solo they were very supportive actually. I mean, my mom was worried, of course, you know, like she was very worried, but she saw how important it, it was to me. So she, yeah, she was, she was really supporting me in every single way. And actually it was to the point where, uh, because I have allergies and because of my allergies, I ended up in hospital. And at that point I said to my mom, you know, I literally cried on the phone saying, I don't know if I can do this because it was like the very beginning of my travels in Asia. And I was so ready to go back home. And then my mom, who's the last person I ever expected to say that, she goes to me, you know, maybe you should carry on because you might regret it. I know how important it is to you. And just carry on for a few days and you see how you will see how it goes. And literally that, yeah, I stayed and and it was the best decision ever. So for my mom to say that, you know, even though she was so worried, I mean, especially I was in hospital, you know, she was so extremely worried. But if something's very important for you, you make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when you look at yourself now and yourself from six years ago, <laughs> how, how different 
because you've just recently come back from Bali. Yes. And you went solo there as well. Yeah. So how does the now Ellie look back on the past Ellie? And what would you tell her now that you obviously didn't know then? Um, well, it's interesting because I feel like you do certain things at a certain time for a reason, you know, so I don't think I would do anything differently back then because it taught me what I know now, but if, I guess a tip would be to not have any expectations, um, especially today we just have so many expectations, whatever it is, you know, and actually this trip to Bali just completely uh, yeah, it just reminded me of that. Just, just don't have any expectations. Go with the flow, and when you go with the flow, you, the most incredible experience will happen. Like experiences will happen. It's honestly just, just don't have expectations, and because then having expectations means you will probably get disappointed at one point, and you don't want that. And when you don't have any expectations, you will just have all these amazing experiences happening to you, and yeah, it will just. That's, and don't plan too much, um, don't book hostels in advance for, for example a week or two, no, book maybe two, three days, depending where you go of course, but I never booked um, more than like two days in advance. You can always extend, you can always move to another hostel, but just having that freedom just means so much and you will end up meeting people that will tell you about different places that you can go to or they will be like, oh why don't you join us? We're going here or there, and having that freedom allows you to do that. I met so many people that had that wanted to come with us, for example, and they couldn't because they already booked like two weeks of their accommodation, and they felt so stuck and they didn't want to lose the money. So just don't overplan, don't book in advance too much. Just whatever makes you comfortable, but also get out of your comfort zone and speak to people and. If you want to travel solo, just go solo. Don't be scared. That's that's another one. Like, don't convince people to come with you because if they don't, if they're not meant to come with you, it's not going to work out. And if it will work out, it's not going to be great. So, just go alone and don't be scared. Yeah. So, um, have you got any other trips planned in the future? I mean, how how long do you want to keep travelling solo for? Um, I don't have, actually I, I just usually, yeah, like with the Bali trip. Or is this a young person's game? No, I mean, I have, I have a partner now, I don't have to travel solo, literally I've got friends that would love to join me when I go, but actually going to Bali was the first solo trip that I did since I came back from Thailand, um, from Taiwan, almost two years ago. And I, I've chosen to go by myself because it's, it's, for me, it's just so important to follow your heart. And if you feel like you need time alone, do it. And then when you learn how to enjoy your time alone, then the time you have with your close ones is just so much more incredible. And just having, like, I'm super, super lucky that my partner understands it and I understand it with him as well. And we're completely open to going traveling wherever. Um, so I guess I'll see. I mean, I can imagine myself keep going traveling for God knows how long, you know, if I want to, if I need to. Mm. And yeah, yeah. And, and from the, the female point of view, yeah. do, you, do you encourage all females out there to, to go solo traveling? 
Um, maybe not all because it's not, I guess it's not for everybody. I know some of my friends that would just be absolutely terrified to do that. I mean, still today, they're just, they're just shocked how I do it. But if you feel like this is what you want to do, even though you're super scared and you just can't imagine it, but you want to deep down, you really want to do it, then 100% because traveling is the best lesson you can have. Oh, like, honestly. And especially, I don't mean the kind of travel that you stay in a hotel. I always say that. I don't mean staying by the pool and not leaving your resort. But no, I mean literally getting out of your comfort zone. Staying with, I don't know, maybe doing homestays or volunteering or working abroad. And just getting involved with the people that live there, with the locals and learning about the culture. It's just the most... Oh, it's it's so much more than going to university. It's just it's the best life experience you can have. The University of Life. Literally, yeah, yeah. And now I truly believe nothing will teach you as much as that because I do think you end up learning. It's all kind of learning from yourself as well. If that makes sense. But just allowing yourself to get out there and experiencing that. Just yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> That was quite a fascinating chat, uh, Preetha. So, how did you like it? Oh, I think it was lovely. I mean, um, you know, I've been trying, thinking of doing a solo travel all my life. And uh, the only place that I've probably managed is uh, doing it in Pondicherry for a day. Uh, only because I know the place. I've stayed there for, there for two years. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm still waiting for that big break. But, and... It's, it's good it's, it's it's really nice to get some inspiration from people who've actually actually done it i think my first solo trip is coming up soon uh yeah same here uh, ellie has really inspired me uh to just you know pack my bags and leave and yeah i hope uh, she has inspired you as well yeah yes. like totally i mean I'm just waiting to just save some money and hit the road, I think. Just ASAP. So guys, I hope you loved uh, listening to uh, Ellie and uh, Gavin. Uh, and... So guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to our uh, episode on solo travel. And to read uh, more of Ellie and her adventures, uh, you can check our blog. It's izango.com slash the guidebook. And for more exciting things to do around the world, log on to our website www.izango.com. I hope you get inspired. You have amazing travels. And uh, for more uh, interesting uh, things to do, check, check our other episodes.